Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number seven. Yeah. This yeah. Is episode number seven, and we have a very exciting thing this week. We actually, <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a guest. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Calling our guest a thing right off the top. <laughs> No, he's not a thing. It's a thing that we have a guest. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, <save>. we, <laughs> we have we actually have a guest this week, which is very exciting for us. We have with us this week a friend of mine named Garrett Moore. Would you like to introduce yourself, Garrett, and say who you are and what you do? Sure. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming by. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. My name is Garrett, and I work at a robotics startup in Charlottesville that makes self-driving cars. Would you like to say what the name of that company is? Yeah. It might sound familiar. Perone Robotics. Garrett actually works for um, the robotics company that my uncle uh, started and runs out here in the Charlottesville area. And he, Garrett, works very closely with my own father. And I thought it would be a really cool thing to have someone on who actually works in an AI industry. Yeah. (laughs) Because Justin and I over here are just a couple of amateur <laughs> fans of AI. <laughs> so, We're not even professional fans at this point. <laughs> not, not not, even. Well, I have a question because sure. I don't even know. Garrett, what do you do over at Perone Robotics? Yeah. Um, so I'm a systems engineer, so I do a lot of work kind of on the boundary between hardware and software and just kind of making sure stuff done on one side of the fence works with stuff on the other side of the fence and integration and testing efforts and such. Yeah, it's an interesting role and I get to see a lot of things uh, across the spectrum of the company. That's really awesome. That is That does sound very <laughs> interesting that you're actually in both sides of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place because there's, I mean, I'm kind of enthusiastic about everything. And so this way I get to see both of the cool, you know, the cool things on both sides without having to be too deeply entrenched in one. <laughs> that sounds like the dream from my perspective. <laughs> yeah. what, how did you get involved in robotics? Well, uh, so a long time ago, back in like, 2006, I believe, um, the Defense Department put on this big competition called the DARPA Grand Challenge, and it was a autonomous vehicle race across the Mojave Desert. Um, pretty much, they reached out to the best and brightest universities and uh, some private organizations, and just said, "Hey, this is your this is your goal. Whoever you know wins this gets a million dollars or some of that tune. And I mean, this was all happening when I was in like sixth grade. So I was, I was watching this yeah. on the Discovery Channel. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever, you know, robot race across the desert. And it was, it was so surreal. And that was like real life. Right. And I was just like, man, I want to do that when I grow up. And it was kind of this far off pipe dream thing. And then, you know, fast forward a few years to high school. Um, I was, you know, involved in this like tech internship program and happened across a local robotics company that I was like, oh, this is sweet. And, you know, I got in there and like the first thing I saw when I walked in was this big poster of one of the entrants in the Grand Challenge that was their entrant in that challenge. And that's, uh, that was Perun Robotics. And so, you know, getting to be there and work with people that worked on that, that was a dream of mine and uh, just kind of stuck with it and went to school for mechanical engineering um, to kind of further my pursuit of that and then have been at the company uh, ever since graduating. That's a really cool origin story. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of a Marvel movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got bit by a robot spider. Is the the <laughs> short version. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, very cool and so very thankful to uh, your uh, 
I guess your family, Allison, for uh, <laughs> helping with that also. Yeah, it's... yeah we always, I always uh, referred to the, that vehicle that you're talking about. His name is Tommy. And for a long time, he was my only robotic cousin because I didn't <laughs> have any cousins for most of my life. So I always, if people asked if I had cousins, I was like, no, just there's a robot named Tommy. <laughs> Giant robot <That's> egg. <laughs> yeah, big metallic egg. He can drive himself. Um <laughs> more than you could say for me um <laughs> for, for quite a while he was like the star of the family <laughs> yeah. you were kind of the black sheep <laughs> yeah so yeah that's awesome thank you so much for being here garrett um so if you've been keeping up with us you might think that this week would be justin's turn for um to throw my hat in the ring <laughs> yeah to throw your zesty hat in the ring but i am actually gonna do that this week it's it's kind of a piece of news this happened uh, this kind of popped up probably about a week and a half ago when it when this was going around Garrett, you sent this to me on Facebook, and I immediately bursted your bubble. Yeah, it was, uh, um, <laughs> the illusion was broken. Yeah, so this thing actually kind of went viral a little bit, and you might have seen it around, making its rounds on Twitter. Um, it's a tweet by someone named Keaton Patty, and the tweet says, I forced a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Olive Garden commercials and then asked it to write an Olive Garden commercial of its own. Here's the first page. And then there are two screenshots of a well-formatted and and pretty, pretty amusing, absurd Olive Garden commercial. Now, I saw this first because a favorite of the show Janelle Shane tweeted about it and wrote this long and like super informative twitter thread about it she basically brought to the attention of anyone who saw her <laughs> tweet that this script that he claimed was written by a bot that watched a thousand hours of olive garden commercials was impossible there's no way that a bot could have written this the way it was presented. Yeah, it was far too good to be true and yeah. far too good to even be uh, in the format of stuff we've looked at before, as Janelle Shane very succinctly pointed out in her Twitter thread. Right, and I'll, I'll read a couple of, I'll read a little bit of the things that she wrote. First of all, neural nets learn by example. If you show it a thousand hours of video, assuming 120,000 unique 30-second Olive Garden commercials exist, you'll get a video out, not a script with stage directions. It, what was interesting is not only did this really like go viral and a lot of people were seeing it and thinking it was funny and whatnot, but it actually got a little bit of attention in tech news outlets. Like um, Gizmodo did an article where they actually got some quotes from Janelle Shane, which was super cool. And they basically, you know, kind of extrapolated on why this script couldn't be what it's claiming to be. What's strange and what J- Justin and I have talked about this a little bit is... This guy, Keaton Patty, he, um, let me just read what Gizmodo said. Writer Keaton Patty, who has authored many of the I Forced a Bot posts that look dubious, told Gizmodo, I just want to say that I'm really happy people are enjoying the bot's work and to look out for more in the future. Yeah, he's not walking it back. He's not claiming that they're wrong, that he's being dishonest about this. And I think as we've read more of his other comedy stylings on Twitter we've kind of come to realize that his whole gimmick is that he's like a a satire writer, I guess. But when you're satiring something so new, uh, like all this bot generated comedy, people don't know to recognize 
the real from the fake. Right. Which maybe it doesn't matter when you're writing comedy, but maybe it does because it kind of makes the people who make the real stuff, whether it's comedy writing with neural networks or whether it's, you know, more in-depth or more important neural network research, it, it kind of diminishes the work that actual researchers are doing or that just actual, you know, hobbyists are doing with those tools. Right, yeah. It kind of puts me off immediately because... I know that there are people out there who actually put so much effort and thought into making actually really funny and clever stuff using actual AI and showcasing how AI can actually be used today and how anybody could, like, there are people who make tools that anybody could just pick up and use right now. And what this guy has done is written something that is funny, but it's not replicable by any other person on the street because it's not actually what it says it is. Yeah, it doesn't really celebrate the technology that it right. cla- it claims to use. It's basically designed to look like a Botnik uh, right, yeah. script, if we're being honest here. And Botnik is very upfront about how their stuff is made, how humans pick out all the words, and they make all of their resources completely open source for everyone to make their own fun stuff. So if he made something fun on Botnik and said, I made this on Botnik, that would be awesome. But he didn't. (laughs) He wrote something just on his own and just claimed a bot did all of it, which is weird. Yeah. You know, I, I always, when I'm like trying to pick out something for this show and just in general, when I see stuff like this, I always want to find out the process of the people who made the content just because it you know first of all helped me understand how these things are made and like why they're funny but also ensures me that it is genuine technology being used to make people laugh which is what we're all about here so Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it more or less impressive to know the process behind it. And if it's something like this where the process is completely a secret and there is no process behind it, you can kind of figure out uh, when something's completely fake. Yeah. That's such an interesting area of writing. Like what I guess what you yeah. said he specializes in, uh, like the satire area, because I feel like that would be such a difficult thing for a neural network to be able to replicate, you know, like. I think a lot of the inherent kind of surrealism of neural net writing and like the sort of botnik keyboard stuff is it's so almost like unaware of how odd it is. And there's like sort of an innocence to that that's pretty hilarious. But like, it it was so strange. This reading this was almost self-aware of how weird it was. (laughs) Well, I I can't say too much because it did trick me, right? But it did. (laughs) But it definitely like, it reads kind of like some clickhole articles that are just like strange like so strange it's almost another thing in and of itself but uh yeah it will be very interesting when neural networks get to the point where you can just train them on satire like maybe have them read everything clickhole's ever written and just be like (laughs) you know what could you come up with from that because that'll be like you know a second order derivative or something of this weird weird stuff yeah i mean eventually it'll just be all the content will just be bootstrapped neural networks copying each other (laughs) until something great comes out of like the one millionth iteration oh yeah it's like what was the i forget if it was facebook or some other company but they were like training chatbots and they had two of them speak to each other and they developed their own language like astonishingly fast (laughs) to the point where they shut down the project because it was like the researchers didn't (laughs) know what they were saying anymore but it's like they're you know they're communicating (laughs) like subverting they're plotting against us yeah yeah so it's like you know you you get two you know neural nets 
working off each other's satire, and eventually it's like, what do you just loop back around and have them reporting actual news? Like, <laughs> do you, as the actual person in the um, in the AI industry, do you have any kind of like ballpark estimate on how far we are from, like, say, a neural net being able to write logical satire? Oh man. Uh, I wish I could say that. You make cars. You must know something about satire, right? (laughs) Yeah. You never know. (laughs) He has more perspective than we do. (laughs) Man, that's that's a wild thing. I've not worked much with neural nets like myself, but I I would hope sometime in the next decade because I would love to just, you know, sit back and watch (laughs) that happen, you know? Yeah, it would be great for our show. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, or it would just completely replace our show. Which is fine. If, we get, if they can do it better, give it to them. Our next guest. They can do it more efficiently, too. They could put out, like, a thousand episodes a day. Yeah, yeah which is what everybody wants, you know. That's what they've been <laughs> saying on Twitter. I just The tweets just keep coming in. We want a thousand episodes every single day. And I'm like, I just can't do that right now. Well, I mean, all the robots can listen at that speed, so <laughs> our human audience isn't what we should be concerned about anyway. True, true. Hey, when you guys hit your hundredth episode, you should just train some neural net off of all of your dialogue over the past. <laughs> 100 episodes and see what that comes up with we have long discussed that yeah. and one day i think we will <laughs> yeah well i think it's time are you reclaiming your hat has your hat I'm been exhausted taking my hat putting it back on it's gone you're taking your hat and going home yeah i'm eating my hat it's great it's zesty i mean it was it was the zestiest hat so far the most confrontational <laughs> it's hat true. the spiciest yeah. hat <laughs> Yeah, should we, like, make some kind of, like, disclaimer, like, we're not really coming for you, Keaton, but we kind of are, but, like... He doesn't listen, and everyone who does would be on this side, same side anyway. True. All right. Take it away. So, that means it's time for our trashy toy. This week's trashy (laughs) toy is a modified game of Who Said It? I have for the two of you a game show that we'll be playing today. Oh. And I will... In this game show, give you a category. It might be a person, and we're looking at quotes. It might be titles of things. And you will have to tell me whether the quote I give you or the title I give you is a genuine title or quote, or if it was made by a botnik keyboard. Hmm. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> All right. So, well, I've already been tricked once, so we'll see. Yeah, we've <laughs> already seen your ability in this domain, Garrett. I'm looking forward to seeing how you fare. Oh, boy. Uh, for our first category, it was just E3 a week and a half ago now, two weeks ago now, by the time this episode drops. And at E3, a bunch of new games were announced, including a bunch of upcoming indie games that I think most people probably weren't aware of uh, when they were announced. So I have for you a collection of indie game titles that are coming out within the next year or so, as well as a collection of fake video game titles from Botnik's in-house video game title keyboard. That one you can just boot up a Botnik keyboard and it'll be right there for you already. Oh no. Garrett, are you a video game person? (laughs) Uh, Not enough to not be tricked by this, I'll tell you. Same. All right, let's go. (laughs) I'll give you a title and the two of you will have to say real or Botnik. Your first question is The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. I say Botnik. I'm laying it down right now. I'm not even going to think through it. (laughs) That, I've, I've been burned before. I'm going to guess that's a bot. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, folks. That one no, is real. What? Keep an eye out for the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit in the next 
calendar year. Oh, what no. What does that even mean? Okay, all right. Your next game is... <laughs> this bodes well. Let's go. All right. Sea of Solitude. Oh oh, that's a real one. That sounds like a real game. It does sound like the real game, but the last one didn't. I'm going to say Botnik. Ooh, that one is real. Garrett is on one to nothing. Even a broken clock's right twice a day, so... (laughs) Your your next game is City Rampage 2. I say real. Ooh, do we get a phone a friend on this one? (laughs) You want to call someone and see if they own the original City Rampage. Yeah, did you like City Rampage 1? How was that? That sounds like a bot to me. That is a bot. Ah. Oh my god, you're killing me. You're up two to nothing on this one now, Garrett. Jesus Christ. Your next game is Fantasy Strike. Botnik. Ah, that's, that seems like a bot as well. That one is real. What? Oh, okay. All right. This is, I cannot believe, I've gotten every single one wrong. This is nuts. I did not see this going this Yeah, way. you are batting 0 for however many we've done so far, Alice. Wild. <laughs> Your next one is... Hostages in search of heroes. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, surely that one is real. That that I'm seems like. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Allison steals a point. That one is a botnik. <gasps> Thank God. Thank robot God. <laughs> Your next game is Knights and Bikes. <laughs> I hope good. that one's real because that sounds fun. I hope that's a bot because if so, I think it's a funny joke. That one is real. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah, sign me up for knights that one. And bikes. Is it like? Is that like night knights or like medieval knights? Knights with a K. Oh, good. Medieval okay. knights and bikes. Is it like bikes also with a K right in the middle? Oh, that's that's brilliant. Bikes also with a K right at the front. Yeah, bikes. <laughs> I forget if I've done this one already. World of Chaos. Oh, that that's a bot. That's gotta be. I say that's a bot, yeah. That is a bot. You both get it. Hell good, yeah. good. <laughs> Heart of Winter Spellforce. I say real. Heart of real. Heart of Winter Spellforce? Yeah, that's correct. That's so I'm saying real against my gut. I feel um, like my gut's been very wrong, so Based on based on uh Allison's previous answers, I'm gonna say that one's a bot. <laughs> Garrett, you are a smart man. That is a bot. <laughs> no, no. I think that seals the deal that Garrett has won the video game round. And is, in fact, the professional robot man. <laughs> so Garrett takes a one nothing lead as we head on to our next category. On to round two. Round two is quotes of philosopher Kierkegaard. Uh-oh. Oh, God. <laughs> What did he yeah, even do? We, we have some different flavors here. He was like a 17th century philosopher. He laid the bases of existentialism and also defended Christian virtues. That is such okay. One more Kierkegaard. Go to the library. So Kierkegaard or Kierkebot. Here Good we go. <laughs> the world is no longer a great forest. It is a new growth. That's beautiful. Uh, and I say real. That, that, real. I, I go real as well. That was a botnik keyboard. <gasps> wow, that was beautiful. You should be Kierkegaard. <laughs> I have read some Kierkegaard, so I know how he writes a little bit. Wow. Also, the the keyboard knows how he writes True, a big yeah. bit. 
That's like, you could convincingly needlepoint that and give that to someone and be like, yeah, someone <laughs> famous said this. Like, you know what I'm expecting for Christmas. You're ruining my Christmas ideas. <laughs> Allison won't be surprised at all now. <laughs> Your next Kierkegaard or Kierkegaard quote, destiny is the possibility of being elevated to find the truth of the soul. Whoa. I say real. That sounds so real. Surely that one is real. That was yet another Botnik generator. Oh my god, you're really good at this, and so is Botnik. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, all credit goes to Botnik here. I didn't have to hit the random button very much at all to make these. Nice. Your next quote. It is crucial to find a truth which is true to me, to find the idea for which I am willing to live and die. Jesus. I say real because we've had two <laughs> fakes in a, in a row. That one, <laughs> that seems kind theory. of bot-like to me. That one was real. What? Yes! <laughs> this, is, this philosophy turning test is like going the wrong way for me. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Heaven's arch is such a relation between God and man that we cannot understand it. That almost rhymed and sounded beautiful. Human. I mean, it did sound beautiful. I'm going to say human. I'm going to say bot. That is a bot. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think my winning strategy is just going to be to zig when Zaret Zaret zags. <laughs> <laughs> this round is going quite the opposite of video games that so far Garrett has yet to get one right. It's a shame. <laughs> Here we go. Next one up is youth is more splendid, but more eluding than knowledge. Mm, I say bot on that one. That, I think that's a bot. That is a bot. You both yes. get the point. Hey, okay. go us. Yeah. <laughs> Eternal responsibility takes believing in your inner patience in the face of danger. Whoa. This is why I was so bad at philosophy. I just like, whenever I hear a philosophy quote, I hear the first word and then zone out. <laughs> it's like, wow, that was so That must have made books really tough. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I say huh. bot. I feel like that one doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. You are both correct. Nice. That is a bot. <laughs> that one does not make sense. <laughs> Do better. JK, you're doing great. Next up, must I perhaps repent that the world plays with me as a child plays with a beetle? What? <laughs> yeah, that's the human. That's got to be the human. I say bot. I feel like it doesn't check out. That was a human. That oh. was the real Kierkegaard. <laughs> Kierkegaard? It didn't make sense. <laughs> That's on him, though. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You cannot get the truth by capturing it, only by it capturing you. That sounds real. That sounds very real, but that might be the trick. I'm going to say real, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's real as well. That is real. Nice. Wow. As we head into the final one or two of these, I think Allison's got a one-point advantage in Kierkegaard, so <laughs> it's going to be do or die on the rest of these. Dun, dun, dun. Within every human being, there still lives the anxiety over the possibility of being alone. I mean, true. <laughs> yes, yeah. correct. That was a true or false. Then you do get the point. Um, I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say bot. That one was real. So Allison <gasps> takes the Kierkegaard yes. round. Oh. <laughs> And that evens you up at one to one as we head into round three. All right. Lil Pump. What? <laughs> Lil Pump? Lil Pump is a SoundCloud rapper. He, I believe, is Norwegian and has pink hair, if that helps. Wow, I actually did not know that. Yeah, this is, a, this is news to me as well. 
I I had a feeling Lil Pump would be someone that neither of you knew anything <laughs> about. So tell me, is this real or is this Lil Pump Nick? Little pump nickel. <laughs> look at my neck shine, chair. Look at my wrist shine. Oh man, that's real. That is, that is classic SoundCloud rap uh, right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna zag and say bot. That is real, little pump. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Next up, little pump won't stop. I can't stop. I just might stop. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> these are really good. Um, oh I'm gonna say bot. Uh, that's, that I think it's real. I think that's real. That one is a robot, as Allison said. <laughs> a robot. robot. Can so you read you it again? Because I like it a lot. Yeah, you want me to read that one again? Yeah. Lil Pump won't stop. I can't stop. I just might stop. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I just might stop. Next one up. Smashing shit is just half my game, cuh. I think that's real. I think that's real. Alright. I'm gonna say not real. That is not real. Really? (laughs) That is another Lil Pumpnik. It's crazy how coherently SoundCloud rapper many of these sound. I mean, granted, (laughs) one of them was real, but like, wow. Next up. I got Givenchy all over my coat. Givenchy, if you don't know, is a designer. I, I do. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you might know, Allison, but not everyone <laughs> knows Givenchy. I did not know that's how that was pronounced, but I, I know the I word. often say Givenchy and then get made fun of. Oh, no. <laughs> you often say Givenchy? How often are you I, saying I, Givenchy? I often am saying, hmm, should I wear my $3 <laughs> Target sweatshirt or my Givenchy coat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say real. Yeah, I'm gonna say real as well. That is real indeed. Got one. <laughs> nice. Next up, we drink hella water. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a bot because I like it. Oh man. I, I'm uh, saying bot because I want it to be. I want that to be real so bad. I want it to be real so bad. See, I like that, like, the ones you like, you're like, I hope it's actually him. I'm like, I hope Justin wrote that joke, because I'll be <laughs> proud of him. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one is real. That is the actual <laughs> Lil Pump. That's a good one. I'm downloading that. <laughs> that brings us uh, deadlocked as we head into the final few here. <gasps> Where's my wallet? I can't feel my wallet. Uh, that, that seems like a vibe. That seems like a bot, I think. That is a bot. Well done. Okay. (laughs) Where's my wallet? I can't feel my wallet. (laughs) Skirt my legs shaking, whipping Mercedes on probation. Oh my god. I, I feel like it's real, but in order to not have a tie, I'm gonna say it's a bot. There's a few more here, so there, we're oh, not okay. risking a tie quite yet. Oh, okay, okay. I thought. Yeah, I would. I might say that's a bot as well, then. <laughs> that indeed is a bot. Nice, good that job. Was a good, that was a good one. <laughs> that was like, a good one. <laughs> that could legitimately be part of the rap. <laughs> that's what I thought. Is this is this all fuel for your SoundCloud? <laughs> yeah, the, I'm just workshopping oh, some of my lyrics now, and then. <laughs> that's you know. like not a bad idea, though. <laughs> 
million dollars in my pocket, spend 3000 on my coat. I'm going to say real. Yeah, I'll say real as well. Actually, no. That was a bot. Oh, oh no, you were way too late there. That was yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take the loss on that one. Wow. <laughs> All right, that means whether or not this one is a tie comes down to this final answer. All right. Diamonds, they white like a pillow. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's really good. Diamonds, um, they white like a pillow. Uh, this one I actually do want to be real, so I'm going to say it's real. I'm going to go with bot. Garrett wins the little pump round. That was a bot. <gasps> All right. Yes. Good job. It was funny. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it, baby. <laughs> All right. That brings us. We're going to stay in the musical category oh, then. No. Oh, yeah. The next group of titles are 1950s Billboard number one hits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These categories are amazing. They are. These- so you have to tell me whether this was a real number one song from the 1950s or whether I made it up on a botnik keyboard. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Rock and roll waltz. That sounds so real. <laughs> I'm uh, going to say real. I'm going to say bot. That one is real. <gasps> I knew it. <laughs> it would only happen in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Next one up is You Belong to Me. Oh, that one's by Taylor Swift, isn't it? <laughs> by her great grandfather. <laughs> um, Tyler Swiftson. I, <laughs> he had a different last name, but a similar one. They changed it when they came to America. <laughs> that was when he still had pink hair and lived in Norway. <laughs> you belong to me. Um, I'm I I'm gonna say bot because I don't want that to be a real song because that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say bot as well. We can hide from history, but we can't change it. That is <laughs> oh, real. No. Oh, oh no! Oof. Okay. <laughs> I saw my heart in your eyes. That sounds real. That sounds. I think that's a bot. I think that's botnik. Allison is right. That is a bot. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> the stars up here. Up here or up here? Up. Here, two oh, words. Okay. Up, up here. Oh. <laughs> Stars up here, up here. <laughs> That's how it goes. Man. Um, um, I'm gonna say bot. I'm gonna say real. That is a bot. <gasps> oh, Allison nice. with a commanding three-point lead now. <laughs> My 1950s pop knowledge is pathetically <laughs> weak, I guess. Next up, Paris Condios. Oh yikes. Um, Whoa. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> it is not this kind of competition. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bot because I feel like that's two different languages happening. Yeah, that's definitely definitely some Spanish. Not that I speak Spanish, but I think con Dios is. Yeah, that's I, that's gotta be a bot. That is a bot. Yes. I was hoping you guys would think that was too stupid for me to have made from a bot. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, nothing's too stupid for you, Justin. <laughs> Next up is Wheel of Fortune. That one is real. I know that for a fact. Yeah, that's that that's a real song. Alright, yeah, yeah, that's that's real. I turning, guess I had like also, Wheel of Fortune. Turning. It's also like a TV show, right? Like that's like the theme song. Yeah, they for based a TV it on show. that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like a TV show adaptation of a popular song. I don't. Entertainment was a lot more simple in the fifties. Oh my gosh! Your next song is "Poor People Have Time." I'm sorry. What? Poor people <laughs> have me? time. Um, I I think that sounds too weird to be fake. Maybe I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say bot. That is a bot answer. Okay. <laughs> Only a few more here. Next Got song it. up is "I Can Dream," can't I? Uh, that, that sounds real. That does sound real. Yeah, I'm saying real as well. That is real. Nice. Two more here. So Garrett needs to get them both right to force a tie. <sighs> Let's go. Uh oh. Next song no up is "I Went to Your Wedding." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I went to your wedding. Really good. Um, I'm going to need to, if this is fake, I'm going to need the full set of lyrics to this song. <laughs> I'm going to say bot because I want it to be. I I want that to be real. I want to believe. That is real. <laughs> oh man, I'm looking up the lyrics right now. <laughs> that means Garrett can force this? a tie if he gets this one Ooh. right and Allison gets it wrong. Your last song is Little Mr. Mean. Little Mr. Me. That's bot. That's gotta be a bot. Well, my only chance of getting this round is if we don't have the same answer, right? Because yeah. if we're both yeah. right, if we're both right, then you win. You are correct. So I, I'm gonna have to be the contrarian then and say, real. Sorry to say that one is a bot. So Allison uh. takes the 1950s billboard. So we're oh, deadlocked yeah. going into the final category. Oh my god! Ooh. Wait, so can I can I tell you some of the lyrics of "I went to your wedding" because Please it sounds do. so fucking sad. I don't even know what this is about. <laughs> oh no! I went to your wedding. Although I was dreading the thought of losing you, the organ was playing. My poor heart kept saying, "Your dreams, your dreams are through." Okay, this checks out. This lady went to the wedding of the man who she was in love with, but it, he was getting married to someone else. So, oh wait, never mind. I figured it out. I I. Thought that in the, <laughs> I thought that for some reason I read something, and it sounded like it was alluding to that this wedding was like actually a funeral because the rest of it is like your mother was crying, your father was crying, and eye drops and no. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and, and I was crying too. The teardrops were falling because we were losing you. But <laughs> I, I understand. It's I forgot that people do cry at weddings because they're happy sometimes. <laughs> They're happy sometimes. You heard sometimes. it here first. <laughs> but it's time to wrap up this trashy toy. We're going into the final round. And lucky for you two, we are taking a trip down to Flavortown. The final oh, no. round is oh, Guy no. Fieri restaurant menu items. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like this at all. You seem equally excited about this round, so... <laughs> All right, is this a real item at a Guy Fieri restaurant or a fake one? Double dragon chili tacos. Oh, I that's... hate this man. <laughs> I'm going to say real. I'm going to say that's I'm real. I'm going to say real. That is a Botnik generated menu item. Okay, good. <laughs> Next up, smothered chicken chili bowl. That sounds real. I'm going to say real. Wait, wait, hang on. The syntax confuses me. Is it a chicken that was smothered? Or is it like... That's, yeah, it's the method of killing the chicken. Guy Fieri is like, you haven't had chicken until you've had one that was smothered to death. 
It's not kosher, but it's delicious. <laughs> it locks the flavor in. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to say that's a bot. <laughs> yeah, Garrett's correct. That was a bot. Okay. <laughs> Next up is the Off the Hook Original Smash Burger. Oh, God. See, I I have such little faith in Guy Fieri that these all have sounded so real to me, and I'm gonna say real again. I think that's a bot. That's that one is real. What? I knew. It. <laughs> I knew some of this bullshit had to be. <laughs> Next up is the s'mores Monte Cristo. What would that even mean? A Monte Cristo is like a sandwich on French toast. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you have me hooked. You have my attention. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. So, so you're telling me marshmallows, chocolate, graham cracker, and French toast. I love s'mores and s'mores paraphernalia. So... <laughs> what is s'mores paraphernalia? <laughs> Sticks? <laughs> Fire? <laughs> yeah. I love s'mores. I'm a pyromaniac. I love s'mores. I love torches. No, I like s'mores is like one of my favorite situations so i like but i'm not a big desserts person so like this sounds like something i would absolutely get down on but have one bite of and just be absolutely like like, done forever Um, but i want to say it's real because it sounds great yeah not only do i think it's real i am kind of interested to try it if it is (laughs) that indeed is real okay guy (laughs) you guys gotta try this now all right next up Awesome pretzel chicken tenders. Uh, that sounds real. I have said real for every single one of these, and I think that's going to be my my methodology for this round. Just keep hitting the real. Oh, man, I think that's a bot. That one is real. What? <laughs> I have actually, I feel like at some point in my life, someone has made me, like, pretzel-coated chicken tenders. And, like, it's too much, but it is good. Your next item is Drunken Mommy's Chicken Ciabatta. Ew. Wait, wait, wait. Chicken ciabatta? Drunken mommy's chicken ciabatta? (laughs) I like how I'm latching onto the chicken ciabatta (laughs) when Garrett appropriately was like, drunken mommy. Allison's accepted drunken mommy long ago. (laughs) Oh, no. I am going to say, actually, that's a bot. I'm going to go against my... Surely that's a bot. There's no way Guy, with his strong family values and love of bowling shirts, would promote (laughs) drunken mothers. There's no way. But he might, though. Uh, You're both right. That is a bot. But I couldn't resist (laughs) drunken mommy in there. (laughs) The word mommy, I should add, came into this uh, botnik keyboard because I didn't include this in the list, but he has... uh, an item on one of his menus called Eddie's Mommy's Edamame. I hate him. Oh, man. That is <laughs> that is excruciating. And, like, I love puns. But, like, <laughs> oh. Eddie, like, Eddie doesn't exist, right? <laughs> like, Eddie does not exist and he does not have a mommy. That's fake. <laughs> Most people that don't exist don't have a mommy. <laughs> hey, some people do. You never know anyone's story. <laughs> Next up, we have Salted whiskey caramel, fool. <laughs> Wait, is there caramel fool? <laughs> is there a comma in there? <laughs> no, I I may have added a comma when I said it. <laughs> I can't get over salted whiskey, so I'm gonna have to say that's a bot. I'm gonna say bot. That one is real. The salted whiskey caramel what? fool. What is he doing? <laughs> 
He needs to be stopped. The madman. Did he salt the whiskey and not the caramel? <laughs> All right. Next up is the big Greek sashimi burger. <laughs> that, that's that got to be a bot. Isn't sashimi? That's like sushi. That's just straight up raw fish. Greek sushi Greek burger? sushi no. burger? No, what, th- what is this oh, hell God, on earth? This is real. I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. Oh. What were your answers? Um, I haven't said one yet. All right, this this has got to be a bot. There's the cultural it like has to mishmash. Be a bot. Yeah, sir. No one would no one would dare do this. Oh. <laughs> You're both correct. It is a bot. Thank God. But I thought Wait, you might I... both like panic your way into <laughs> real there. <laughs> all right, I should add we have two questions left, and Allison has a one point lead, so we are in the same category, the same situation where Garrett needs to get things right and Allison get them wrong. Okay. Here we go. Gaitalian triple T wings. (laughs) Gaitalian? I hate him. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Gaitalian what wings? Triple T, the letter T. Okay, wings. for a second I thought you, I heard, like, my brain heard pickled and I wanted to die. <laughs> and the thing about this is, like, obviously, even if this is real or if it's fake, you didn't write Gaitalian. That already existed. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's by far the most, like, the scariest part of this name is that. It's gotta be real. There's a kernel of truth in this. Uh, I'm gonna say that's a bot, though. Garrett has tied so. it up. That was a bot. Oh! <laughs> so, like, we couldn't have scripted it better if we wanted to. This will come down to the very final question to see who wins <laughs> the Botnik Who Said really It game. Good. And like so many great competitions before, this one comes down to pepperoni-studded lasagna. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> pepperoni-studded Oh, that sounds that's... like such a thing. That has to. I'm I'm sticking with real. It's got to be real. Oh no! I don't. How do you even stud something with meat? That doesn't you, seem you, possible. You either you make it you make it in chunks, or you take little pepperoni slices and you like you like roll them up real tight and stick them all over the lasagna. I think that's real. It's like little meat rivets. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible, but it's probably real. Oh no, I can't. I can't condone this. I, I gotta say, bot. There's no <laughs> way. Well, Garrett, we thank you for joining us. But Allison is the botnik queen today. I that can't was a real this. dish: pepperoni studded lasagna. And Allison I knew it. Wins the inaugural episode of Botnik Who Said It. Oh <laughs> uh, man, this is a true underdog story because I did not think that I was gonna win based on the first round. I was like, oh my god, I am all yeah, out. Yeah, started on out rough with video games, but then you got a couple things you know really well, like Kierkegaard and Guy Fieri yeah. menu items. Of course. <laughs> This one, I, I hope this will make Doc think that I actually read Sophie's World. <laughs> I hope it makes your mother think you actually read Guy Fieri's cookbook. <laughs> hey, well, good, good, uh, good game. Yeah, good game. GG. <laughs> yeah, excellently well played, competitors. You guys took each other right to the brink time and time again. Oh, this was great. Oof, man. Okay, well. Garrett, if anybody wants to find you out there, is there any, like, do you have any social media handles that you would want people to f- follow you on? Yeah, um, well, I don't really use Twitter, but I'm on Instagram as Double Press. 
I'm trying to get some more like robotic related stuff up on social media and just like share stuff I think is interesting. But yeah, right now it's just like a lot of pictures of music and food. So if you're into that <laughs> sort of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you want to keep up with Garrett and potentially see some of the robot stuff he puts up in the future, yeah, you can follow him at Double Press on Instagram. And if you want to get into contact with us, you could email us at robot at batcamp.org. We are on Twitter as at robot typewriter. And you can find us on Facebook. We are robots on typewriters. And we live on a website called Batcamp. You can check out batcamp.org and we currently have two podcasts up there it's this one and another one and hopefully some other cool stuff in the future and across social media batcamp is at batcamp site on facebook instagram and twitter our theme song is video challenge by anna Monaguchi, and that's all what what what, how do you want to wrap this one up justin well we always wrap up with some kind of randomly generated text or phrase or something so i already prepared for us something to wrap on a guy fieri menu item oh no a a final course a, a little palate cleanser after the whopper we just enjoyed and that palate cleanser is the ultimate triple triple italian fondue lava salad Italian? Did you say Italian? Yeah, you caught that? (laughs) Yo, pretzel-coated chicken tender scans exactly the same as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? (laughs) Pretzel-coated chicken (laughs) tenders. How did you even put that together? (laughs) I don't know. The way you said it just, like, clicked in my head. All right. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt the program for that. No, no, no. Hey, you know, it's good. This is more stuff for your SoundCloud. (laughs) Hey, hey, this is a safe space.